Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly. My name is Trevor. I am one of the pastors at the Church of Greer Station and your host. The Weekly is a 20-minute podcast devoted to books, current events, and issues relevant to the life of our church. Now, this week on the podcast, I've invited Shane and Shannon Harper to join me. If you know Shane and Shannon, you know that they, they are absolutely wonderful people. Uh, the Harpers have been with our church now for a couple of months, and I invited them to come on the podcast to talk about their youngest son, Sam. If you know Sam, you know that Sam has Down syndrome, and I invited them on to come tell their story, to talk on the podcast about the joys and struggles of life with Sam, how they processed learning about Sam's diagnosis, and how they've learned to trust the Lord through this life that they didn't expect. I think you'll find this episode to be really, really encouraging. Let me also say that we're going to take most of June and July off. We're going to go dark for a little bit. Um, we'll have some content later in the summer, a couple of episodes that are going to relate to our study in Colossians. Uh, but we're going to we're going to go quiet for a little bit to give me some time to uh, plan for the next season. Um, so until then, feel free to re-listen to each of our episodes multiple times over, as I'm sure you've been wanting to do uh, to this point. Now you ha- finally have the time to do that. And until then, hope you enjoy my conversation with Shane and Shannon Harper. Shane, Shannon, welcome. How are y'all? Good. Thank you. Great. Shannon, tell us about the um, calming goat. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been super nervous to do this podcast, but um, while we were watching the Derby this weekend, Shane was watching and they had a calming goat on there for all the horses to calm them down. And his name happened to be Trevor. So that excited me because that made me, I've been praying all week that God would help me calm down. And then I was like, well, I'll just have Trevor be my calming goat. That's perfect. And he happened to like Doritos too. You like Doritos? Yeah, I love Doritos. Well, Dude. there you go. Who doesn't like Doritos? The girls were loving, they, they love Doritos. So they, uh, and also if you haven't, we were talking about this a minute ago, but if you have not seen the movie Ferdinand, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good one. And they do have a calming goat in that movie who has played, what's her name? Kate, Kate McKinnon. Kate yeah. McKinnon. Yeah. I forget her name. In the it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. So, <laughs> sorry we don't have a real common goat, but I'm glad to fill that void yes. for you. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> All right, so tell us, um, how long have you been in the Church of Your Station? What do you, what's your role at TCGS? Uh, we've been attending since June, July of 2018, last year. Uh, we became members in December Right? I think so. December of last year. Uh, we came over from the Church of Cherrydale. We were there for about four years and we moved to Greer and like five minutes down the road. So it, driving half an hour to TCC was a <laughs> uh, strain with four little ones. So um, after about, I don't know, eight, nine, ten months of doing that, we started visiting Greer Station um, and I've uh, been members for about six months now. Mm-hmm. And we help with the kids. So, shout out to the twos and threes listening. (laughs) (laughs) So, how long have you guys been married? It'll be 12 years. Yep. Next Sunday. Yeah. The 19th. How old are you, Shane? 12 years. Oh. I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. 35 young, man. 35 years young. (laughs) I love it. And you mentioned that you have four kids. Yes. Their Mm. names are? Reese, Rose, Levi, and Sam. Reese, Rose, Levi, and Sam. Yep. And how old are they? They're eight, six, four, and two. All right. And you have your hands full? A little bit. All four of them, yes. All four of our hands are full. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> I love it. So tell us a little bit about Sam. Sam, you said, is two years old? Yep. He turned two um, April 8th. 
He is an absolute joy. If there's a one word that I would use to describe him, it would be joy. Um, he just, his smile, his mannerisms, everything is just really sweet and kind. Um, he brings a lot to our house. Um, I knew when they handed him to me that he was the biggest blessing mm-hmm. um, to our family. And um, uh, he's very healthy. He, oh, he has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And um, he's relatively healthy for a kid with Down syndrome. He has had a heart cath, um, which means they filled a hole with this little jellyfish looking thing. Um, and. Um, he does lots of therapies and goes to school um, three days a week, rides a school bus, and it's really sweet. Um, at the Meyer Center. Yep, at the Meyer Center. And he loves his siblings and is just a very, very sweet little boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to add something. No, you covered it. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot more to say about him. And he, he, could, he gets a sweetness from his father. There's I mean... No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I wanted to try to take that, but no, I can't. <laughs> now, when did you guys? When and how did you guys find out he that he had Down syndrome? So we found out twenty weeks, right? When you're twenty weeks. Well, pregnant. they we did the twenty week ultrasound, and they told us that baby had abnormalities. That's pretty much yeah. what they said: mm-hmm. is your baby has abnormalities. Um, well, it was and it was an odd conversation too. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, the doctor just was pretty negative about the abnormalities that they found. Even though, looking back, the abnormalities they found were a little spot on his heart. And they thought his feet were, um, what do you call it? Club feet. Just little things that they found, but not big issues at all. He came in the room after the ultrasound, like we were waiting. And uh, it was just like, the look on his face, his tone, just everything about it was like, this was like the worst case scenario almost is what it felt like mm. what he was portraying to us so so after that he told us that we had to get a um, more in-depth ultrasound at the maternal fetal medicine um, just to for them to be able to see a lot more um, just kind of see his heart a little better see that spot on his heart that he was talking about mm-hmm. look at his feet a little more in depth and uh, so I think leaving that appointment it was pretty, I mean, not scary. It was scary but, for me. We had yeah. just had a miscarriage before Sam. So yeah. to hear that your baby's not healthy mm. or what they said um, was really scary. Um, he may have mentioned yeah. Down's, Down syndrome in that meeting, but it was one of those. He All he said pretty much was your baby has abnormalities, and it was just really negative. So the Down syndrome yeah. didn't scare us. It was the your baby has issues or problems yeah i was more anxious and concerned and maybe a little more worry you know like i don't know what wasn't fearful um but some dis-ease yeah definitely because it was we had no idea yeah what was going on like what he said was pretty vague how long was the time between that additional appointment with the more depth a couple of weeks and we never knew for sure that he had down syndrome until we had him. Yeah. We did have blood work done to just, I guess, give us a little more information to see. And they said it was a 95% chance that he had Down syndrome. Um, but until he actually got there, um, we didn't know that he had Down syndrome. And um, I think we took the news pretty, yeah. like, 
I've been around kids with Downs. I, I nanny um, a little boy with Down syndrome, and my aunt has hydrocephalus, so she lives with some ladies with Down syndrome. And so I've kind of grown up with that and knew the blessing that those kids are and all kids. Um, so it was never like super scary for us or yeah. it was always like we and know that the child God gives us is going to be mm-hmm. um, yeah, an we absolute could have known blessing. for sure right there was like a so the blood work that we had done was non-invasive and there, there's a some procedure amniocentesis or yeah something. that you can have that the woman can have obviously that um, I guess uh, I don't know if you know 100% sure the baby has Downs, but there's some tests they can do, but it's pretty invasive and a little, I mean, I guess much higher risk for the baby and for mom. And so for us, just making that decision was super easy. It's like, you know, what do you want to do? Like, well, obviously we just want to get blood work done. Well, you know, I mean, and honestly, even having blood work done wasn't even necessary, I don't think, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't confirm um, anything. So after, I think after the, the like in-depth high definition ultrasound whatever it's called um and they confirmed a lot of things for us like hey they, they told us he definitely has club feet 100 percent sure um which he did not when he came out hmm. which is odd um but at that appointment they also told us that you know his the chance of him having down syndrome was pretty high we just didn't know until the blood work came back um but i I think after, but the baby, other other than like a few things like that, he was super healthy. Mm-hmm. Like we knew he'd probably have to have a heart cath or something in the future, mm-hmm. um, depending on like if that hole closed up or not. Some kids, that hole will close up in their heart naturally over the course of like a year or whatever, year or two. <clears throat> um, but all those potential things that we'd have to deal with with him, uh, you know, wasn't super concerning. And so I think coming out of that first ultrasound and getting the blood work back we were actually super excited about it right i mean mm-hmm. like, there was no no there was no worry there was no like unease i guess about having a kid with down syndrome um i think god gave us a great peace about it so <laughs> yeah and I've, I've read a lot of like parents and i think this may have been like parents that have little kids that are a little older with down syndrome so maybe 10 15 20 years and maybe maybe the culture was different i don't know but most of what i read like they were super scared and like um it's like god why are you giving us this and but then after the kid's born um after the child like you know after they see them for the first time and and kind of start raising them to the first year or two it's like i would not have this like any other way hmm. and they want like we and I think most parents, I could probably speak for most parents with, with kids with Down syndrome, um, we want other people to experience that too. Mm. You know, it's just God's grace to us by giving us Sam has been just tremendous, unexpected, um, and we're very, very, very thankful for him. So. Mm. Sam's already a little bit of a legend at TCGS. He's already pretty much the most popular I mean, guy on campus. He's a legend, I guess, I think, right now because he's an escape artist. He, just, <laughs> he will get out of that uh, little pen that he's, you know what I'm saying, that all the kids are in. Those, yeah. like, oh, makeshift yeah. little barriers, man. He, like, if there's a smallest opening, he's like, this is not a door, it's not latched, so I'm just going to put my hand here and move it on over, and I'm out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so how did you? how did you guys talk with 
the other three kids about Sam? When, uh, maybe a, to back up a little bit, when did you guys tell them about Sam and about his special needs? And I don't remember, do you? Um, we, we did not tell them about um, Down syndrome until we had him and knew that he had Down syndrome. It just yeah. seemed unnecessary to bring it up at that point when we didn't know if he had it or not. Um, and the way we've always talked about it and, you know, what that meant, we've, we've showed them pictures, we've read books, um, or give them a little information about kids with Down syndrome. We celebrate it. Um, we go to buddy walks and World Down Syndrome Day. Um, they, they get, get their friends a, involved at school. Yeah, like we this last year. Uh huh. Um, Silly sock day. Both their classes yeah. participated on That's that day, awesome. and Sam got to actually go visit um, Rosie's class, which was really sweet, and um, they love him to death. And um, so we've always talked about it, and and with any child that. Um, everyone is different. Everyone has their skills, their abilities, um, and that we want to celebrate those differences because God made us all different for mm. a reason, mm-hmm. and we all bring something different to the table. And maybe Sam um, may have delays, but his smile sure does bring a lot to the table to me. Yeah, well, I um, think like and, one thing you were talking about early on, and we talked about this this past week, just thinking through these questions was. Um, think so sam just turned two and i don't know if we, if we were still in the NICU. we were in the NICU for 17 days with sam because he had some trouble uh with his um oxygen. oxygen saturation levels or whatever so um i can't remember when this was but you're talking about just reading about a lot of abortions happening in iceland and denmark and a couple other countries um i think it was like maybe some studies had just come out and there was like a four or five year period where um, I think 100% of babies that would have had, that had Down syndrome, like from confirmed from testing, were aborted, right, in Iceland. Um, that was like a span of like 08 to 2012 or 13 or something like that. Mm. Um, I remember reading about that. It's just, and <laughs> Denmark was super high too at a certain um, certain point. And this this might have been like five, six plus years ago, so I don't know anything, any current information on that. But um, you know, it just stunned us to to learn. Like I had no idea. I don't really keep up the news a whole lot, unless you know. I mean, just kind of randomly, I'll check um, or watch the news at night. But um, for us, like reading through, I think it was John nine, uh, where it's talking about you know. Can't remember exactly the reference, but um, these kids, any, anyone with a disability, whether they're blind, mute, lame, whatever, like God has created each one of us mm. to display His works and glorify Him. Mm. And so, um, I think the man who was born blind, who Jesus healed, right in John nine. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it say? Like they asked, it was it the mother or the father? Right, and it was yeah that that sinned and caused him to be born blind but he said no he was created this way so that the works of god would be displayed in him and then he healed him right so um for us thinking about sam it's like he he will clearly display the works of god Mm. in his life Mm. um and and a couple of those things will be more so than than people who don't have down syndrome like just the joy Mm. um the kindness and compassion and just genuine love for people that he 
has even now at two years old and that most people you see with Down syndrome have um, to me I I get so excited about mm. just walking in the door and see my entire family but there's something different about him that he brings to the table it's mm. just just melts your heart every single time you see him hold him give him a big hug it's just I don't know special so mm. I kind of went off no that's so good yeah. <laughs> no I don't even remember what the original question was I don't either that. who cares that's so good um how would you say that the Lord has grown you guys through this process? Um, I would say He's given me grace um, for my other children. Um, just, I guess, just being more patient with them and learning. And knowing that Sam may have delays, well, um, and I'm going to have to be patient with him in those certain areas and milestones that he may not meet right on target which is totally fine i kind of enjoy the slower pace Mm. um but with the other kids just not putting too many expectations on them too early and um just requiring them to be perfect i don't know i just feel like it's kind of stretched me in the giving my other kids grace and trying to be calm and patient with them and um in every area so that's for me. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I would echo all, all of that. Um, I think we were talking about this earlier. Just for me, I'm pretty impatient person just in general. And it comes out, and I've talked about this with the guys in our small group, it really comes out when I'm on the road driving. And so I've, I've known that for a long time. I take after my dad in that way. I think I maybe learned <laughs> that from him. And um, <laughs> But... Uh, so patience is you know something that I, I pray for a lot and um, I mean I think Sam in, in some small way is the answer to that prayer because um, I mean with all our kids as you know kids require patience patience man um, but with him you know like like Shannon was saying that the milestones will be a lot look a lot different for him and I was saying earlier like you got to throw the rule book rule book out when you have any child with um with the disability um and because really we have no idea what the future looks like for him we don't know what his cognitive abilities are going to be um, we don't know if he's going to be like high functioning down syndrome um or or what so you know i we were talking about this earlier too like that down syndrome is a, um, a spectrum disorder right so it's like you could have kids um who have uh, are super high functioning, can live on their own, hold down a job, um, that sort of thing. That'd be the highest end of the spectrum, you know, the highest end of the spectrum. But you have other kids who, you know, cannot talk, um, maybe stuck to a wheelchair just because of their physiology. Um, and so, uh, patience and also, like, didn't you say expectations? Just, um, I think a lot. I, I was reading this week too, um, where. <clears throat> this guy was saying like you know why do people in general have such a fear or reluctance to have a child with down syndrome because that's that's obviously an issue like if you look around the world um and all the abortions there and even right. the, in the u.s i believe like the studies are a little unclear but around 60 to 70 percent of kids with down syndrome are aborted in the u.s hmm. um and and so this this one guy i was reading he said just they feel a sense of loss because they 
they no longer dream their child is going to achieve what mm. they they imagined that they would. They might mm. not get married. They might not, you know, get a great job. You know, all these things that <clears throat> when we have kids, you kind of automatically kind of look in the future and say, what you know, imagine what life's going to be like for you as a parent, possibly a grandparent, um, and and the, all that's thrown out the window. You know, mm. like you, you just, the expectations have to change, um, and so. Um, and, and like we were talking about earlier, God really gave us a lot of grace when we found out that Sam had Downs or had a high chance of having Down syndrome where I mean, we were over the moon, excited. Um, and I, I personally, we, we personally never experienced that kind of, that fear, mm. you know? Um, and I, and I, I, you know, I imagine that's because we are believers, but mm. it would not surprise me if, if believers who find out hey your kid has a high chance of having down syndrome experience those fears too it's just i think it you know comes stems from our culture yeah um and uh yeah i mean that's pretty much it yeah i mean we we learned to trust god's wisdom and grace in giving us a life that we didn't giving us a shape to our life that we didn't expect and maybe even didn't want yeah uh, but God is gracious to help us along and seeing his wisdom in that. That's really good. <clears throat> How would you say that our church can rally around you guys? Um, we've talked about this a lot, but um, I mean, you already have in many, many ways. Um, first and foremost, though, I mean, just doing what you did with, with what you do with any family is just teaching our kids about Jesus and mm-hmm. loving on us and coming, meeting us where we are um, and just walking beside us through it this is new for us so um but i've been in contact with hannah and you know ways that we can when sam does get to a certain point where maybe he'll need different visual cues to help him learn verses or whatever it may be and we've already been kind of um slowly but surely discussing those kind of things on um what we can do to help sam um in those certain areas but you know we just Y'all have done a great job of teaching all of our children about the Lord. And, um, I mean, that's what we want y'all to do is just walk with us and teach our babies about Jesus. Ditto. <laughs> here, here. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. What was, uh, why did you guys pick the name for Sam? Why did you name him Sam? It wasn't on our, it was on your list. It wasn't on my list. Um, mm-hmm. But we were in the hospital and... Um, You're welcome, buddy, when you listen to this. <laughs> um, but we were sitting there, and I just felt like we had heard the story of, or, you know, Shane read me this story about Samuel and stuff like that in the Bible. And I don't know, it just felt right. Mm-hmm. It just felt like um, it, it fit him. And, um, yeah, I don't know, you have something to add that? No, yeah, none of our kids are really named after, like, you no know, family names. We didn't do any of that. Um, <clears throat> my grandmother tried her best with a few strange ones, but uh, but yeah, like we with Sam, he was the one out of our out of our four kids that we had not settled on a name. Did George say this before? Mm-hmm. So so yeah, we didn't know for sure until we held him, and uh, yeah, the rest of them we had decided before. I remember though it having I can't even remember the story now in the Bible. That's terrible, but. Um, 
me kind of linking it to Sam, but I'm not going to go into reading yeah, it Hannah, right now. Yeah, Hannah praying for a child yeah. and being given. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and it just felt it felt right. And it, like I said, it was not on the list. He had mentioned it a couple weeks before, and I was like, nah, I don't know. Um, but in the hospital, we sat there and just said, I think it's going to be Samuel. And I don't know. It felt right. Yeah, it did. That's you great. know, you know, man. That's right. <laughs> Naming That's a right. kid is uh, not an easy task. <laughs> that is the truth. Man. Well, um, our time is up already. I told you it would fly. Fast. Shannon, you did awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, every time you ask a question, I just looked at her. She just, boom, jumped into it. Nailed it. <laughs> I take most of the credit, though. As your common goat. I take, yes, I take Trevor, most of the credit. you were the common goat that I needed. Yes. <laughs> Kept me calm and cool. Cool. So, such a good movie. you got to see that. Ferdinand. I recommend it. Oh, All right. Boy. So, and that's where we'll end with Shane recommending Ferdinand. <laughs> no, I appreciate you guys taking out some time and coming on and being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having no us. Thank you. This is good. All right. And like always, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.